Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Welcome to the last show of 2022. It's been a hell of a year. It's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, advocating on their behalf, their employees too. I believe very strongly in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. So every single Friday, you could find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what's left of my mind and my voice to this radio show where I interview business leaders and their trusted advisors. One thing that I've noticed over the years is that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday, just about the time we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend especially this weekend. Happy Hanukkah, starting on Sunday. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked. They're forgotten in favor of fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity, and we discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their advisors. The name of the show, once again, not just a play on words. My last name means free in German, so... Nice little tidbit for everybody. This has been a, a fairly intense week of holiday parties. I did make it to New York City, which looks a little, uh, drastically different than it did during the pandemic when I started the show. Uh, got to hang out with a bunch of SMBs celebrating with their colleagues before everybody hangs it up for 2022. Speaking of uh, parties, I just wanted to say a quick mazel tov and congratulations to Max Seiler on his bar mitzvah this weekend. Coincidentally, uh, his father, Sam, introduced me to my special guest today. So thank you, Sam. Really appreciate that. Sam's older brother, John, one of my best buds and a guest on the show in early 2021, did an awesome montage for Max. Max is a a sports fanatic, Air Jordan uh, enthusiast, so Air Max. Uh, John Zeiler, the man for all of your memorable montage needs, guest last year. Lots to celebrate, everybody. If you're a business owner that's celebrating a very profitable 2022, potentially looking at a big tax bill when it comes time to crunch the numbers in 2023, it might be time to proactively reach out to your trusted advisors and folks like my special guest, who is going to chat with me today just a little bit about tax strategies for your SMB. Aside from increasing business revenue, SMB owners have a few things on their mind at all times, and taxes is one of them. If you're a trusted advisor to an SMB and you're acting as a tax professional, learning the most current and sophisticated tax strategies can really help you build client engagement and loyalty. Financial and tax strategists are routinely looking for opportunities to add value to their clients and bring in resources that can set them apart from others in the industry. Well, our special guest today and his team are commissioned by accountants and financial advisors to consult with business clients every single day. Talk is cheap. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here, everyone, once again, let's use the insight on the business landscape and create more impact on Monday morning. It is far too often these days where the businesses I speak with they're focused on the product that's going to help them solve all of their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. One thing I see out there very consistently, products change every single day in everything we do, personal and business, no matter. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first, keeping a focus on the process that will help you achieve your goals. You do that, the right products will present themselves when they're needed. Everything begins and ends with the people. So very excited for the final show of 2022. Definitely have the right people around me today. Our special guest is David Podell, founder of Business Benefits Consultants, LLC. So 
David has been a practicing financial professional for the last 20 years. He possesses a unique set of skills in working with business owners to extract more of the company's profits in a tax-favored method. He started business benefit consultants when he identified a niche space that was filled with complexity and a need for systems in the larger tax-deductible strategy space. He's lectured extensively as an industry thought leader and sought out as a specialist. He's been featured in Forbes, American Institute of CPAs, CPA Practice Advisor, and multiple small business journals. He's become an acclaimed speaker on multiple podcasts, thank you very much, and educates the tax community on a regular basis. David and his team deliver tax efficiency for SMB owners and entrepreneurs with simplicity, expertise, and trust. David and his wife, Danielle, have two daughters, so he's very welcome in my support group, as I have two daughters as well. His time is filled with sports and activities. Not sure if that means he dodged the dance school bullet, which is where you can find my kids four to five days a week. He recharges from work and fatherhood on the golf course whenever he can. As an outsourced solution for the design and management of powerful employer-sponsored benefit programs, David and his team provide a valuable service to SMBs around the country. Important note before we get started, the conversation today is not to be taken as tax or financial advice, everyone. We're going to share some great ideas, maybe even, maybe even a little education. In order to implement these strategies, you should consult with your licensed tax and financial professionals. And if you want David to participate in that, we can absolutely make those introductions for you. David is a consummate professional and, like me, is a friend and partner to business owners and their advisors. We're going to talk about my favorite questions around movies, TV, and music. You know, I can't resist my doing that. For the second week in a row, our guest is joining us from his home base in Morris County, New Jersey, the tax-efficient man himself. David, welcome to Always Friday, brother. Great to see you in my virtual world. Thank you, Stephen. That was very uh, uh, methodical. Uh, I have nothing prepared that will come like this and run as smooth like that. <laughs> I feel completely unprepared. David, we first met about seven years ago, and I, the, I feel like the idea of business benefits consultants was first percolating around that time. I'll be the first one to attest to the idea that the niche you've identified is one that needs ridiculous help. It needed it 20 years ago, and it still needs it today. Talk to us a little bit about the founder's journey. How'd you get where you are? So uh, I've been in the advisory world for a very long time, and like you had said, about seven years ago, um, I started to see that things were becoming um, commoditized. Advisors were advisors and everyone was after the same thing. So um, I fell into a situation where a CPA had called me um, in that role and said, listen, I'm, I'm looking to try to figure out for this client a very large deduction and specific tax strategy in a, in a, in a certain way, in a way of doing this. And I'm having trouble here because I'm looking at all different advisors. You do some work with him and he has other advisors, but I'm looking at all different situations and options out here. And I can't piece them together and figure out why so many things are different from the next. And I'll, I'll get more into this in detail, but that kind of led me to this down this road of um, what kind of benefits can a business owner take that are in his benefit not specifically to employee benefits. Like when we think of employee benefits, we think of the traditional plans that are out there, those traditional retirement plans that most advisors do. Um, so we started getting involved in this and realized we started networking with different actuaries and, and uh, third-party administrators and realized that they're all different from the next and there's 
so many different pieces out there and no one has been able to puzzle these together. I said, if we could figure this out, not only could we create our benefits company around this, but it's a huge niche that I don't know anyone and can't find anyone that is actually working in that space. So that was the start of that. You know, I, I do see some folks, you know, trying to dabble in the space, but that's just it. This isn't a type of space that you can dabble in, right? It's almost like its own industry within multiple other industries. It has its own jargon that's associated with it. You know, a lot of times if, if financial professionals will work with a high net worth individual, they'll have a little bit of a different lens on how they work with somebody, which is funny a lot of times because a lot of business owners are high net worth individuals. That's how they can become business owners. But yeah, when you think about partnering with CPAs, because a lot of my work over the years has been done with with tax professional CPAs as well, a lot of times it's a very operational thing. It's you know, do the do the returns, do the financial statements, you know, get every everybody prepared before uh, deadline time, before extension deadline time, and take some vacation, come back and do it all over again. You know, there's a lot to be said for being able to network with CPAs, tax professionals, and be fo- really forward thinking. Instead of thinking of the next quarter of business, thinking about the next 30 years of your life. Would you agree? When we started um, in this specific space, I had found that now there's a millions of other tax strategies, not just what the areas that we were focused on that are out there. I started to learn about those things and none of it was for the purpose of going down those roads and doing those. It was more, I needed to be fully educated when talking to these CPAs on everything they were doing and how what we were presenting to them or showing as a value add tied into that. So there was a lot that I learned over time and continued to learn. And my team had to adapt to that as well and fully understand what was going on. There are a lot of resources when it comes to complex strategies that need to that need to be brought together. You had mentioned the financial advisor and the CPA. In our space, there is the third party administrator or actuary. There are um, record keepers that the advisor might be using. There's whatever kind of investments or qualified plan, you know, setups and investments that the advisors are using. Um, there, this all needs to be quarterbacked, put together. The right resources have to be there. And we come in and, and really provide that. And it's it's something that, you know, a lot of in a lot of cases, certain service providers, vendors out there will will almost do it a disservice and make it seem like it's a commoditized thing. Like everybody has this, you got to open one up and you know, set, just sign here and set this up. And there's it's just, you know, goes along with sales and revenue generation, but not much strategy behind it. And then, you know, a lot of times a business owner and their trusted advisors might be picking apart a mess later on, something that could have been done a little more thoughtful right from the get go. Yeah, we're working specifically in this space for large deductible tax strategies. Um, a lot of time, and, and this is really for an owner. This is really, we're looking to find designs and do due diligence on multiple plan designs that are in the industry from all different actuaries around the country and find that benefit plan that's going to really give the owner a very large retirement contribution. And that's the end goal. Now, there is a ton that comes behind that and a lot of work before it and after, obviously, but that's when we're brought into a situation. You had brought up networking with these CPAs before. And just to go back on that, the reason that we get so much traction and have 
accountants and tax professionals come to us so much is because we are providing a different value. This is not a value that a financial advisor would generally go to a CPA and, 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 and approach them with. And we're, we're, not, we're not a financial advisor doing that. We're coming to them with a specific expertise in a niche of a benefit that can help their clients. And any accounting professionals, and most of the ones that we get referrals from, are doing advisory work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't mean that in the sense of they're becoming financial advisors or doing investments. What they're doing is they're planning their clients' tax strategy out throughout the year. Sometimes yes. it's on a monthly basis. Sometimes it's on a quarterly basis. Many of the tax professionals that come to us don't even do returns. They'll outsource that. They don't want to be involved in that. They want to be involved in getting paid for the return on investment that they are making for that client by bringing in other resources and strategies to them. And we just happen to be one of those expertise and resources that a lot of those folks turn to. Yeah, I would agree. I see a lot of strategic advisory work coming from the CPA world, especially as it relates to succession planning and mergers and acquisitions. I've I've come across some of that just in my own travels. And yeah, it's great that I'm sure you've had clientele ask you along the way about certain things, but I definitely see you as somebody who's constantly thinking about this stuff and going out and trying to actively learn more. And that's kind of how I've conducted myself as well. A lot of advisors out there, you, t- you know, you talked about, you know, run of the mill, normal types of retirement structures, 401k plan, for example, you know, an advise, a lot of advisors out there will dabble in that space as an accommodation to the high net worth individual business owner, but it's not something that they really do. You know, when you reverse engineer things a little bit and you look at it from the business's perspective and how to save money through the business and how to custom tailor everything, you know, by definition, it creates more money for the individual anyway. So it's something that sh- nobody should turn a blind eye to. It's something that business owners, SMB folks, they should be a lot more proactive with than than reactive. That's just the way that I've seen it. And the 401ks, I mean, that does come into play in some stuff when when we're working with all different kinds of plans and, and look and putting all that stuff together. But we're not, we don't need to be brought in as any kind of expertise or do any kind of consultant work when it comes to a 401k. There are enough people out there that can do that and enough and, and, other, and even financial advisors, they do it well. There, there's just enough of that. Um, we are brought in when that plan needs to get a lot more complex. And yep. when that owner says, hey, I had a much bigger year and I have to put a lot more away or I need to look at things differently and I need to do some restructuring on how my, you know, their, their compensation is, is set up on their, on their team and how that could work from a benefit standpoint. And that's when we were brought to the table. I love it. We got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with David Podell, founder of Benefits, uh, Business Benefits Consultant. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with David Podell, founder of Business Benefits Consultants. Some great tidbits in the first segment here from David, an area that needs a lot of attention paid to it. Before we dive into the method behind David's madness, David, I want to like to sit out by my fire pit for just a moment and give a, a quick perspective on the situation here. So out of out of the business operating expenses, taxes, and health insurance that I always talk about, top three things on business owners' minds, aside from you know creating more revenue year over year, growing their business, the tax strategies to promote efficiency and savings are very impactful for business owners. Business owners always want to make more money, but the old thought of it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep is is a big, big one around this discussion. I've I've often talked about the impact of rates of return versus saving money in taxes. Like as a financial professional, a lot of times individual, like when you're, when you're counseling individuals or business owners, you know, they might have water cooler conversation with their friends or neighbors and go, Oh, I got a 10% return. I got a 12% returns. Oh, really? I got a 15% return. And they all look at each other. Is that good? I don't know. It could be better. It could be worse. But if you show them savings in taxes, even if it's a thousand bucks, they will often get more excited about the tax savings, especially if it's something that they've never been exposed to before. Having a financial or tax professional who has been practicing for decades isn't necessarily the answer. It's more about who the professional is than how long they've practiced. If it's someone who's continuously learning and they keep abreast of the latest changes in laws and strategies, as opposed to someone who you know learned how to be a CPA years ago and just kind of knocks it out every year, you're more likely to have a successful outcome in savings with efficiency with somebody who's up on the current the current types of strategies. I always like to know what books my guests read. And David mentioned Who Not How, The Formula to Achieve Bigger Goals Through Accelerating Teamwork by uh, Dan Sullivan. And uh, also Dr. Benjamin Hardy has some some input in there. I don't have that one in my library yet, David, and I can't wait to add it. But getting into the method behind the madness, this is the scientific part of the show where we talk about what do you do, how do you do it, and how do you go to market for it. So what is a tax strategy, my man? 
So a tax strategy could be a, a, a very broad term, right? There's tons of them. And actually, we just started compiling a list of do it because we have so many different resources to each one. And we're going to be putting that together for business owners to take a look. And just so we know, what are they doing? What have they done? What are they interested in? Um, our focus, where we focus on our, on our strategy is on the benefit side. It's an enhancing the owner's benefit plan. So normally a small business owner has some type of on the shelf retirement plan. SEP, simple, 401, whatever it is, nothing wrong with any of those, those plans. Then they sometimes add employees and they get to a point where they want to use profit sharing or some other component that might be a little bit bigger. Sure. They start to look at, well, what do I have to give away? What's going away for me? What's going away for my employees? How do I feel about that? That's a cost right, to a business. Um, you're taking care of employees in a good way, but it is a, some type of cost. And then as they grow and the numbers get bigger and bigger, um, they might start to look at something even more in depth, some kind of defined benefit plan, cash balanced. Some of these things that are out there, but just not used as, as widely. And then there's ways to pair them all together. And then you get to the next realm of every actuary having totally different plan designs from the next and how they pair them together, how they test, how they come up with numbers. And what happens over time, which I think is even more important, because as we know, business is not steady. Numbers change, cash flow changes. And how do you adhere to that? So that these are all the things where we help quarterback those resources together. And like I said before, we're bringing in the CPA, the financial advisor, figuring out which is the best TPA or actuarial design for that client and simplifying this for the actual business owner and their tax professional. So everybody can take a look at all this and say, well, this works. We like this. And now let's go move forward with it. And then once they do, there's a lot of work on these on the back end every single year to figure out. It's not just filing forms like a regular 401k. Sure. There's the commitment level, which everyone says, well, do I have to commit to this and how much and for how long? There is a, there is a misconception that there isn't flexibility in these plans. And there is an element of flexibility, but it has to be built in and has to be the right design. And it has to be the right administrator that understands that. Then there is what goes in the plan. Well, that's up to the advisor, the financial advisor. And that financial advisor wants to know certain things like, well, if I put these in here, this in here, does that work? Or, you know, did we make too much money? And how does that affect funding? Did we make too little money? Now, do we have to add more? So again, it's a coordination of all these things together that really makes a plan successful and keeps it continuing to grow. And, and coordination of all the parties too is important. I've I've worked for businesses in the past where that were born out of the idea where the CPA wasn't speaking to the financial advisor who wasn't speaking to the vendors and all of that, which is it's crazy to, for me to even think that that's possible nowadays. Like, is it's there's there's a big need to make sure that the design of what you're what you're looking to do with the business owner 
is is going to deliver the outcome. It's you have some commentary on your site in in the, in the blog section that says that tax strategies differ from CPA t- typical practices. Having a tax strategy is a projected vision for your financial future, and as such, the strategy should be designed for the long term and the present. I completely agree with that. And again, like I said before, a lot of times certain CPAs they'll be focused on the next quarter of business. And you know, further, further, fewer, further between that they're focused on the next 20, 30 years of your life. But when you marry all these components together, you get a lot better result that way. Yeah, I mean, we spend a lot of time on cash flow for the business and understanding what that looks like first, probably more than usual than we need to be. But we want to know, we, we don't want to put together a proposal or go out to market and look at all these different actuarial designs that might maximize a deduction of $500,000 if the cash flow for the business and the owner can only put away 125,000. It doesn't fit. Right. So you need to understand what that looks like from a minimum to a maximum of what that range could possibly be and how that client feels about that. What did they do in past years? What are they putting away currently? We want to consult with their advisor, their financial advisor. What is their income in the business? What income can we use? And I know we're probably going to get into, into this a, a little bit later, but we come across a lot of very interesting things out there where um, the accountants will show us something where there's, there's income coming from all different sources. We have clients where we're given just a straight flow chart and there are multiple businesses on top, multiple businesses in the middle and multiple businesses on the bottom trusts, LLCs, everything you can name. And they, they'll say, where do we do this? How do we do it? What employees get pulled in? And what needs to change here for this to work in which way? A lot of times it, it involves us uh, bringing in an ERISA attorney. Mm-hmm. Sure, You will need to bring in somebody else a lot of times in another resource to get an opinion or really take a look at, at how things could be structured the right way. So we are brought a lot of times these uh, more complex situations. But if you go back to your regular small business owner who just doesn't have, and like you said before, have a tax strategy, they really need to sit down and say, well, what can I do? What am I missing? Because these are boxes that can be checked and these are different levers in the actual tax code. Oh, there's tons of them that could be pulled and most people just aren't using them because they don't have the knowledge that they exist. And if they do, they don't know the resources on where to go. And I get that a lot from any new uh, tax advisors that I, I sit down with or, or meet. They'll say to me, I know these plans are great. I know what you're doing actually works. It's perfect. This is great for my clients. I just didn't have anybody that I knew that did this. We're coming up to another break here, but I'm curious to to know if you, if you see some of the things I see out there. When a when a when a business owner has been working for somebody else most of their career, corporate America, even if it's a small medium sized business where it was a different owner, and then they bite the bullet, they become an entrepreneur, and they go off and they form their own business. A lot of times, when it relates to the benefit side of things, they're still looking at it as an employee who was participating in a larger plan with a larger organization instead of ways that they can structure it as the owner of the business. You see that as well? I do. And it's not entire, it's not really our job to to advise the client because we're in the specific space to tell the client, here's what you did for, for 
retirement. Here's where you are. Here's where you're tracking. Here's where your goals are. That's the advisor. That's on the advisory yeah. side. Sure. Right? And that's good financial planning. And we advocate that everyone should be doing something like that if they're in that situation. Um, it will clarify goals. It's, it's a great thing. Um, it's, it's more on the side of, well, you've done these things, you have this stuff going on and, and you're right. You, you come from another, you know, corporate world and you, you have what you have as an employee benefit, but now you're an owner. Yes. So now it's an employer benefit. It's how do I take care of myself and really deal with the problems that I have, which as an owner and you become profitable and you're not just only paying out expenses, you start to look at certain things like the, um, am I spending at the end of the year? Am I pushing um, my, my uh, billings into next year because I don't wanna pay taxes on them this year? Or am I trying to create some extra expenses, buying vehicles, buying equipment, yes. whatever it is, into this year because I want those expenses? Those are great clients that we get because yeah. they have problems. They have the problem and they might not be using the correct solution to solve it. 100%. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with David Podell, founder of Business Benefit Consultants, LLC. Stay with us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with David Podell, founder of Business Benefits Consultants, LLC. Some great uh, tidbits from David here, being uh, employer-centric, working on employer-sponsored benefit plans, being uh, a, a, a trusted resource to financial advisors, CPAs, you know, all types of all types of folks who partner with the businesses to really maximize the tax strategy and the efficiency. 
Great discussion. Love it. I get very passionate about it. I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off at all. I want you to, to say your piece. There's, there's some content on your website. Again, following the, the, what is a tax strategy? You know, people having to visualize their results, which sometimes can be difficult for business owners to get past just the making more money and getting into the process side of things of how everything's actually going to happen. And this is, I see this as stuff that you have to deal with on a regular basis. And you were talking about it just now, even like at the end of the year, buying expensive pieces of equipment. I personally know someone who works in the IP, uh, pre-IPO world who bought really expensive car last year because he had a great year and had to do something that was deductible, right? And then a little bit rougher year this year. So, you know, a lot of times having somebody angel on your shoulder, if you will, like you and your team who can kind of help the advisor and help the CPA navigate some of this and making sure that, you know, the benefit programs you have uh, in place that are intended to be funded, everything can be funded and everybody's comfortable with the strategy. So David, this is the madness part of the show. This is the artistic observational part of what we do. The stories you have from the field, no subject to taboo. You could tell us anything. I have a ton of stories from these types of travels. We want to hear yours. What kind of madness have you seen out there with, with, with respect to what you do? Well, the average business owner is not on top of this, right? Because they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to, and some are um, extremely proficient in investments and retirement plans and benefit plans, and they're on, they have a big stronghold on their business. Um, most are not. And even, and I find that the ones that are, uh, they're researching all the time. What's the next best thing? What am I not doing? So, those become good people for us to talk to because they're very interested in learning more. Most business owners, as you know, focus on the day-to-day and that's what yes. they, it's how to increase revenue, how to increase profit and dealing with everything else in between. And then they'll find something, you know, to take care of that, you know, let's go find a benefit provider, whatever it is, and put something in place. We'll take care of the employees because that's how we have to do it. And that's exactly what they should be doing, whether it's a retirement plan, health insurance, all the stuff that they need to do to grow properly. And then they get to a point as they grow and have the growing pains of, well, I need something else. I need to increase on something for maybe to keep a a key employee there. Um, So they talk to their advisor and they could get help on that. But as they grow, they also get to a point of, wait a second, I'm paying a lot in taxes. In fact, I now have the IRS as a partner on my side that I have to pay a very large dollar amount to every year. Am I maximizing what I should be doing, what I could be doing here? is everything, like I said before, are the levers getting pulled. Yes. And that's when they want to talk to somebody, whether it's a consultant like us, to their, more, more importantly, to their CPA to say, what, what are you, what am I missing here? What can we do? How do we strategize? And just like planning out their business, this is planning the same way. It's planning their business, planning retirement, planning their vision. Um, it needs to be the right people, the right tax professionals, um, if they're, comfortable with that tax professional, they should be just saying to them, I'd like to do more with you on this plan. Um, Or sometimes we've seen a lot of clients will go and they'll bring in a separate tax professional that only does advisory slash consulting work Mm -hmm. or firm like that and keep their current uh, CPA to do everything that they were doing. And they'll, they'll kind of work together. 
Um, and then we're brought in as in, when they start looking at specific niched resources. So that's kind of where, from a planning standpoint, where things are, are coming from. But what we've seen as far as problems, I brought up before, you have some businesses that just get out of hand where they keep acquiring different LLCs. Maybe they're buying different properties, get involved with different projects. Oh, yeah. Up, um, an IPO, we, we see with clients all the time. They're investing in different startups and all these things. And then they need to figure all that out and bring that all together and, and see how does that, is that all structured properly? Is they, are the, the assets um, in the right places? Um, are the businesses in the right entity formation? So those are accounting type things where the accountants have to do that. Again, we're brought in to look at that chart and look at all, everything that's going on to say, what strategies are getting used and where, and are they in the right places? And is it benefiting the owner? So a lot of what you had said, you know, just now was revolving around, again, I like, I like the book that you referenced, who, not how, right? It's like the right types of CPAs, the right types of financial professionals, and, and you guys being the right types of consultants to really work with the business owner and their respective advisors to make sure everything is, is going to hum accordingly. One thing that I see out there, and you know, you could tell me if you see the same or, 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 or not at all, right? With the access to information that everybody has, you know, some, some business owners, if they're, you know, like you had said, if they take it upon themselves that they want to learn more and they want to research, a lot of times that can be great. A lot of times the business owner will, will use their access to information and the internet to be like, oh, I'm just going to get this done myself. I don't need anybody else to help me. I know what I got to do. And a lot of times that can lead them down the wrong road. And it's almost like you have to unwind st stuff that they started. Do you see that where people tried to be their own consultant, their own advisor, their own tax specialist? I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, there's always the do-it-yourself in, in, you know, person in, in anyone. And um, and those people um, generally don't work with financial advisors. Those people generally use a uh, TurboTax or type software rather than hiring an accountant. Um, those people, they're, they're going to be out there and there's nothing wrong with them. And they can try to piece certain things together and deal with, you know, you deal with the problems and deal with what, what what you know and what you don't know by your own research. Um, generally, like those we're not getting those people. We're right. not. That's not who's getting referred to us. It's always someone that has went to a trusted advisor. Let's just say they went to their financial advisor and said, "I need something more. I need something else. I need a better type of plan." Their advisor's coming to us. Say they went to their CPA and said. I, I need help here, or I need a vision, or, or we need something that is going to do more because this isn't working for me. So they went and asked questions, looked for more, and then were obtained certain resources to do it. Um, it's They generally don't have those professionals by their side if they are do-it-yourselfers. That's really the, the answer. Yeah, no, and that's what I see too. Um, you know, with certain... Certain pieces of that audience, though, I, I do see them reach the age of reason where the light bulb goes off in their head. And a lot of times it, 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 it like correlates with when they're getting so busy with their work that or just like you said, acquiring other other businesses, other real estate locations. One, one, somebody who I've been working with as of late, you know, serial entrepreneur, like SMB guy in his own right as well. And He's somebody like that. He's definitely, definitely a do-it-yourselfer, and he's kind of reached that age of reason at this point where 
He knows he can't do it himself. And he knows that even the employees that he has alongside of him, they collectively can't do it themselves. They need some help consultatively on somebody with a little bit of an impartial lens who's not you know, directly related to the business or in some cases a family member of the people who are you know, related to the ownership of the business. There's, there's a, lot, a lot of good work to be done there. Yeah, and um, I think we all start to look at things sometimes and say, well, how can we do this without, without someone or, or am I getting the lowest cost because I don't want to pay a financial advisor, but I want financial advice or I don't want to pay my accountant um, because I can go and do my own return, right? So everyone probably thinks about that, looks at it, uh, and then we go and we compare a value. And what's that value that we're obtaining by spending that money for that service? And it just depends on what's the right person to, to, to do that. But uh, back to who, not how, um, it's, it's the business owner is coming up with a vision, coming up with an idea, coming up with a thought, and they need to go and put those things into place. So it's, it, it, it's I don't want to work on the how. It's who, who do I have to help implement me and do that? And we've had, we brought on some great clients that they use the word team. I want you yes. on my team. Yes. Well, what is your team? Well, it's this person. That's my attorney. This person that's my financial advisor. This person that's doing advisory consulting. This person that's doing this. And they have multiple people on that team that they know who to go to for when and where to ask questions. And they want to know those people coordinate. Yeah, 100%. It's, I can't say it enough, even though I say it every week to, to the point where it sounds like a broken record. It's about the people first. We're all people. Like whether you're a business owner, you're an employee of a larger organization, like everything begins and ends with the people. The process that you execute together, and if you think about it before particular products, I'm always astounded at when people ask questions about particular investments and things like that out there. And a lot of times they don't have just the, the foundational mindset and thinking. They haven't really thought of their vision yet as far as what they want, want everything to look like down the road. It's like it's really hard to, to put together the appropriate strategy if you don't go through everything with the right people and the right kind of cadence. When you try to get into something as complex as this, or many other things like just taxes or financial <laughs> yes. work. Um, you, you do get to a point and say, I, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing this the right way? What if I'm not? What if I, what, what don't I know? What could be done different? Or it really sometimes just takes a problem to occur for you to sit, throw up your hands and say, I should not be doing this and I don't have time to do this. Yep, and that's uh that's that's actually something we talked about last week. It doesn't have to be something devastating that happens in order to to really get in the right way of thinking. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with David Podell, founder of Business Benefits Consultants LLC. Stay with us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? 
or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Not just me. We are with David Podell, founder of Business Benefits Consultants, LLC. Some great thoughts from David here today. I hope you guys have been listening. This is a topic that I get very passionate about after dealing with SMBs for over 20 years. There's a lot of good work to be done in this area where especially folks who are entrepreneurs who become their own business owners, they could they could really use the help of somebody like David alongside of their trusted advisors. So very important to take a lot of this to heart. Uh, David, this is the message part of the show from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact. That's the idea here. We want to leave everybody with some sound bites that they can really digest over the weekend as they're enjoying their cocktails on the first night of Hanukkah for all my brethren out there. But but there's there's a lot to unpack here. And a lot of it revolves about around being you know more proactive versus reactive. But we were talking about in the last segment, just the idea of don't wait for something devastating or earth shattering to happen before you start having these conversations like tax deadlines, even on an annual basis, have the conversation beforehand. My special guest last week, also from Morris County, James Jacoby said things like, why wait to be great? You know, you want more. Don't wait for something devastating to happen. And and this is very similar to that. I love the way that you put it, where Uncle Sam can almost become a partner in your business if you're doing really, really well. And you're paying Uncle Sam a whole bunch of money in taxes. Well, if you have another partner in your business, you want to capitalize on them as best you can. And if there's tax code law and there's ways of strategizing to to really put these benefits together that can help the employer accomplish a lot of goals, that makes them more of a partner in the business. And that's great work that you do. But I don't want to talk the whole time, even though I get really hyped up on this stuff. What kind of sound bites can you leave everybody with over the weekend that'll prompt them to take some action on Monday morning before tax season? Yeah, if you have a profitable business and you're paying taxes, take a look and make sure what you want to ask your accountant, am I taking advantage of everything? Ask that tax advisor, is there anything else that I could be doing? Because a lot of times it's just, let's just go, let's just go. Pay what it is, like pay what it is. Talk to your financial advisor and say, is there anything else I could be doing to be putting a lot more money away than, than I have? 
on a pretext basis or to be pulling more money out of my business. I want to remove more of my business on a pre-tax basis. How can I do that? The plans that I'm set up with, they might not be enough. They might not give me enough value. So what could be done? Back to your question on, you know, your comment on, on vision. Do we have a tax plan? Yeah, we have a, a, tax, a strategy here, but what are we doing to maximize everything that could, that could be done out there? A lot of profitable small businesses out there, whether they're doing half a million in, in, in profit, a million in profit, 20 million in profit. They're not doing what they could be doing and they just wind up paying taxes every year and then complaining about it. And we're not trying to avoid any taxes at all. What we're trying to do is bring to light strategies that are out there that can be used and they should be used because they're great benefits and they can benefit. Yes. It's it's like you had said before, you know, a lot of the SMB owners out there, and I see this too, they're involved in the day-to-day of making money, of raising the revenues of the business. And a lot of times this is just, you know, even if it's an afterthought, sometimes it's not even a thought. I've seen plenty of examples where business owners that have been around for 30 years, they get to a point and they're just like, you know what? It's time to hang it up. I'm going to sell my business. And there's so much that can happen before that. A lot of mergers and acquisitions, succession planning specialists that I've spoken with and have interviewed on the air here, they'll say that, you know, really good planning like that starts years in advance, right? And that's something that, that you, like, people need to be conscious of. If they go and ha- try to hang it up one day and just say, hey, I'm done, they might miss out on, on all kinds of tax benefits and, and thing, ways of, of putting this all together for succession planning or, or selling the business. You know, Stephen, we get, we, we've gotten a, a few recent cases where they're selling the business. It's time. That time has come. And what's their biggest complaint? All the taxes that they're going to be paying on that sale of the business. <laughs> yes. So we're, we're looking at all different strategies in that situation. And a lot of times it's been, you can't do anything. You, it's too late. Like you're, you're closing in, in, in a month or two months. Like there's nothing, you know, we, we should have planned for this before. And there are strategies out there that can help mitigate. That's what this is. This is mitigation. Yes. So you have to plan, you have to look at these things and you have to ask all the questions and understand that there are things out there that can be done. And there's things that I've even tripped across just in my own entrepreneurial ventures and my own mind where some of it by, by definition starts five years in advance. Like you, if you want to avoid certain tax bills this way, like, you know, not, not say avoid and put it that way, but it's almost like you're, you're spreading out more of the tax liability over the, over the years instead of, you know, minimizing it and then taking, you know, having to deal with it all at the end. There's ways of setting up the entities and, and, and related companies and all of that where, you know, I've seen people save millions of dollars on the transfer of the business. That's not insignificant. That's correct. Well, David, I really appreciate you joining me here today. If you guys want to get in touch with the folks at Business Benefits Consultants LLC, you can email info at bbconsultantsllc.com. You guys do have text capability these days with, uh, with your phone number. What's, what's your number again? I can't read it. It's too small. 
And you'll see them on social media. You could join Facebook groups. This is some some great work that's being done. Again, I've I've seen the need and want for it for years. And sometimes business owners and their trusted advisors don't even know what they're asking for with this type of help. But I can tell you firsthand, a lot of times what they're asking for is David Podell, his team at Business Benefits Consultants, LLC. So David, thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Stephen. It's fun. Before I let you go, I'm going to revisit the answers to my questions that I like to ask every guest. And you're, this is episode 105, so there's been a lot of these questions passed, passed along. So who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So... You said not much TV these days. You're reading a lot more books and all of that and falling asleep to some TV shows at night. But after I I wormed it out of you, I did find out that your favorite movie character is William Wallace. So the man from Braveheart, Scottish warrior who leads his countrymen in a rebellion to free his homeland from the tyranny of King Edward I of England. It just reminds me of there's two guarantees in this life. You need to pay taxes and you need to die. Interesting analogy here with William Wallace, as, as sometimes taxing authorities can be looked at as tyrants, but he says in the movie, every man dies, not every man really lives. Well, you save a whole bunch of money in taxes, you know, calling David and his, and his team, there's a lot more ways to live, man. That money does a lot more in your pocket than it does in Uncle Sam's pocket. So definitely some good thoughts there, I would think. So your favorite TV shows, which you said you fall asleep to at night, are The Office, so and Seinfeld. So, yeah, who doesn't love the mockumentary on SMBs and the witty humor of neurotic Jerry and his neurotic friends? If only the business owners out there were productively neurotic about their tax strategies, all the SMBs would be in great shape. But a lot of times it's not how it is. It's just about the day to day and getting things done. So Festivus Miracle, if you want to make a Festivus Miracle happen, you'll start doing some tax strategy planning now. So your, as far as your favorite uh, instrument and musician you'd, you'd like to hear play it, what you had said to me is you had a, a little bit of an affinity for the 80s hair bands, which I thought was great. 80, 80s hair metal, while bands like Motley Crue, Rat, Quiet Riot, Van Halen, they, they first took heavy metal mainstream. Some of the later bands like Bon Jovi, Poison, Cinderella, Warrant, and Whitesnake, they made hair band songs a stable on, on the top 100 for a while. So you did mention seeing Poison a number of times. So very cool. Uh, I'm a big music guy, so I like that. I know you like all different types of music. I do too, but I actually love that answer. I thought it was great. So David, once again, thank you so much for being here. Uh, last episode of, of 2022, everybody. So I want to just say, have a very happy Hanukkah, have a very Merry Christmas and a very, uh, nice festivus for the rest of this we will be back in 2023 fridays 11 a.m eastern time right after tommy dion philanthropy and focus right here on talkradio.myc have a great new year everybody very happy holidays we'll see you soon thank you steve happy holidays
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 